Hi guys, welcome back to the Wildflowers Podcast. I'm Moni Wu. And I'm Tony Rose. We are back today with the third installment in Samantha Young's Adair series, Always You. Um, we have been, you know, low-key getting signs and from two people very specifically that little shum shum um, is brewing. So before we jump into that, how are you, Tony? I'm doing good. We went to um, lunch. Thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. <laughs> I'm kind of craving it again. So, Oh my God, it's just so delicious. It, it really like, is. It just had all the balls. Yes. All the fish balls, folks. Um, yes. All of them. It was so good. Like, it was amazing. About it. So I know. I'm like obsessed with that place. You just like eat till it hurts and then you go home. Like, like what? What is more amazing than that? You know, eat till it hurts, um, and then lean on your left side for yeah. a little bit. Oh, yeah. Eat some more, then go. Yeah, home. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, and then you're like full like all day because all protein, yeah. Yeah, that's what I had. I tried to be strategic. I'm like, okay, um, be nice to your int- like your stomach, your intestines. So that's why I had like like the vegetables first. And then I had yes. the I love it. All the protein. I, love it, love it. Yum. I didn't I even we have we should. I didn't even have noodles. So I was proud of myself. I'm like, don't fill oh, up yeah, on noodles. Oh yeah, you didn't. I didn't. I'm like, don't fill up on noodles. Don't because I wanted to like eat um my fill. Because yeah. that's not it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, this book is what um, some of our readers are not a fan of, which is uh, essentially um, two people that have been pining for each other. So there's a lot of flash flashbacks and flash forwards. Um, so if you're not a fan of that, um, still read it because it's still really good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, you know, I, I felt like the flashbacks were necessary for us to get a lot of the a lot of the history, but oof, some of them were pretty tough to read. Um, but before we get into all that, we've met Mac and Arikar um, since the beginning. We love them. We love them both on their own, and we love the little secret smiles and, and, and eyes that they've been giving each other. But unfortunately, right when the book opens, we get kind of where it all started, you know, and it's hot, but, you know, they decide that it's better, that they're just friends, and he's, she's his best friend slash boss's wee little sister, as he would call it, and um, he's like, I got enough fucking troubles of my own, he's missing his daughter, Robin, which we now know that they're reunited and have a great relationship, but this was a little before that, and it's the first time that Arikara has, has, found that, you know, Mac has a daughter, that he's not perfect, and it made him even more irresistible, as, you know, imperfections do. And, um, and yeah, so we, um, we keep going back and forth, but the forward situation is a little icy. It's a little, some, something had happened. And, uh, the two of them are not talking to each other. They can't look at each other. She, hates him she can't forgive him 
and yeah and everybody notices everybody sees it everybody is like kind of like giving them like physical looks but they're not really asking about it because it's kind of like but do we want to know you know like <laughs> like do we really want to know and um our car gets some really good advice from um regan and it's just like you know what like you just need to talk about it it'll make you feel a lot better so she goes to go see aradine she fucking spills it she spills the tea and um Aradine is a great sounding board because she ain't trying to talk about herself. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to know more about everybody else. And um, the more that they talk, the better because she ain't trying to talk about herself. So it kind of works out. And while she's dealing with all this, something very eerie starts happening. It's a mirror situation to what happened to Lachlan. And um, word for word, the same kind of way, post-it notes, everything like that. It's it's like insane. And it, it gets to this point where she needs protection because it, it's getting it's getting really scary and it's getting really creepy. And on the other side, Mac is also facing his own situation to where his past is coming back to haunt him. And he's always said he's never been good enough for our car. And he, we find out why pretty early. And... Um, him and one of his buddies witnessed a murder when they were when they were youth, and um, he, that was right before he went to um, the U.S. and met Robin's mother. So everybody that was involved in that situation is mysteriously dying. So the two of them are left, and um, his friend that came to tell him was like, "I'm out of here. I'm taking my family. I'm going to Australia. I'm out of here." But I'm just warning you. I just want to let you know that this is happening. So there's a possibility that all of this has to do with Mac because the Lachlan thing was very high profile. Everything was all over the news. I just imagine it being like the whole fucking um, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation. (laughs) And it just televised and just like fucking everywhere. So literally someone is copying that. And um, and you you know, and it could potentially be Lucy and someone Lucy knows as well, too, that's a diehard fan of her. And they're just seeking vengeance on the Adair family for how dare they put their girl in jail. So there could have been a lot of different possibilities. And yeah, so it's kind of crazy because um, in in the first book, we also found out that that because of Mac, um, our card does get that does get into a physical fight with one of her, um, with her boyfriend at the time. And at that time, Mac, and still yet current day, Mac doesn't know. So everything is kind of out in the open. And then we find out what happened that day. And it's probably worse than we thought. <laughs> Mac is so fucking stupid. All boys, all boys are dumb. And, uh, you know, and she's just like, I just don't trust you. And, 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 and you hurt me. Like, you know, and she's just like, you need to go fucking... You know, someone gave me this advice and I'm going to give it to you. Go talk to someone. And he actually listens. He goes and gets a psychiatrist and he lets it all out. He's completely honest. He's vulnerable. He cries. He, you know, just a lot of great, amazing things that therapy can do for you. So that's kind of how our story opens up. I don't know how to talk about it anymore without getting very spoilery. So, Tony, what did you think about the book? Last week, I know I described the book as pining, but when I read the book again this time, I'm like, wait, I, 
like um i remember it differently so i'm like the the better word to use to describe the this book is longing and it again, is longing. yeah and i'm like you know if you folks can read the other books like the the two books prior because then you you'll feel the pining in that one and but then this book is still um a standalone and you can just still get a, a lot from it and this time around i'm like okay i kind of like the fact that i sort of forgot what happened because i just melded all of the books together and their history together mm-hmm. and i just mm-hmm. i love the story even more um yeah. oh, oh, it's just they went through so much but i do love how um their story went after knowing each other for so long after um something humiliating and having to think about like what really matters and like I said going to a therapist like I love that everything worked out that way and of course you still have the the whodunit aspect of it and like what the hell is really going on who's doing this and yeah it's, it's who you expect and still there's who you don't expect and it's crazy yeah it's just and and how at the end when all Matt really wants to do and what he is and what he does for a living is to protect and he couldn't physically protect. Um, you know, like he could just shout orders and stuff like that. So I, I just thought it was cute. I don't know if that's really weird to describe what was happening um when <laughs> if you if you read the first two books, um someone's gonna end up in the hospital. <laughs> Yes, so the fact Always. that he was running around in the hospital, like, and, and just very concerned, like, it was just very cute. And it was, it just, was. Uh, uh, it's not the best place to be, <laughs> but yeah. at least they're together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you're right. Was, yeah, it's a bad place, but uh, there's still some, some like bits of like comedic relief and you know, like growling at the staff and like. The- <laughs> And seeing like this big man coming at you, but he's actually like nice and stuff. Um, yeah, big old just, teddy bear. Yeah, I mean, like, wouldn't we all be if we want to be like next to the person we love? So, I yeah, get it. I get it. Yeah, well, we're all sure. just oh, this is a good one. It was emotional. I know so it was very emotional. emotional. I think. I think you know. Samantha Young in general writes a very oh, yeah. great emotional book in general already as it is, but like Mac being there for her through her dad's passing and you know a lot of things. And he, he was, he was very like hot and cold, hot and cold. He would like, you know, and you know, sure, you know, some of us would call this toxic. <laughs> <laughs> but um But, but they're friends think- first though. I think that's what like the kicker. Like some people yeah. don't realize that um, they're toxic if they weren't friends in the beginning. That's how I see it. But when they're like really good friends first, then then it's just it's something else. I don't know how what the word is, but it's something else. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not like they were intending to like kind of hurt each other. There are times, but for good reason. I don't know. I should stop like um, coming to Max aid. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i mean i i kind of yeah i i I get what he did Mm -hmm. i get what i get why and you know what like what else samantha young writes very well is therapy sessions like 
uh, like, you know, there's so many, I mean, I don't read contemporary as much as I want to only because like, I want to be lost in the 1800s, you know, where, um, the only thing women had to do was look pretty. So like, <laughs> just so beyond stressed. Um, but like, I love that era, especially when I'm reading, um, you know, it doesn't mean I don't like contemporary, but I have read other contemporary books that have like glazed over therapy, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. has like, oh, I'm going to therapy, to therapy, you should see my therapist. And then the next thing we know, it's like, oh, I saw the, I saw the therapist and it was great. Like it wasn't, it's not, not like a, like a, you get There's a no dialogue in, uh, to it. Yeah, you don't get to sit in yeah. on the sessions. You don't get to be a part of the sessions. And, you know, we, we, we find out from Samantha Young very, very early on from on Dublin Street that she is, is, she uses the therapy sessions for character development and character mm-hmm. growth, you know, so that we can see. And, um, and, and you know, when, when a character is completely closed off and, it makes more sense that they're they're only willing to talk to a professional than anybody else. So, like, I, I don't know, like, we find out so much more about Mac, and we we find out about all of his emotions, all of his tough spots, and he finds out a lot about himself as well too. Like, there are some moments where he's like, like mind blown, you know, like so mind blown that he like physically jolts in his seat when the when the therapist brings it up, and and you know. And I, I love that. I love that Samantha Young writes that because I, <laughs> so we're mind us, blown along with him in a sense that yeah. we can apply that to ourselves too. It was, it's, those sessions are really good. I know. I was like, really I think good. I need a, I need a um, bookmark this so that I can go back and revisit whenever I'm having issues, yeah. you know? Um, but I just thought it was so good and so clever and, um, I'm sure other authors do this too. I just don't read enough contemporary to know. <clears throat> um, and and um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed those those moments. It was a really big part in the book and a really big part into Mac really forgiving himself and letting things be and, and knowing that he's a good human being to deserve our heart and that he's purposely hurting himself and her, you know? Because of this, this notion of, of who he thinks he is, you know? So I really, really loved that. Um, sorry, that was my favorite part. What to you was your favorite part? <laughs> no, same. Like, well, first I should say, I always pick a favorite part. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, what did I say my favorite part was? So, <laughs> but no, I, I love the therapy sessions. And um, like you said, it, it had to happen. It was a pivotal part. There was no way the the book was going to move forward and the relationship, whatever it may have been, was going to move forward with Arrow without those sessions. And um, yeah, and he goes back to her a better person. And then at the same time, that kind of like after, you know, he has his sessions and um, he's healing, um, then, you know, graveling comes after <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> Groveling comes, the nonstop being there, you know. And I, I really also love that that even Lachlan was like, you even look different, you know? Yeah. Like you you look like a different person. And you know, we sometimes don't see that when we're carrying a load of shit 
on our minds that it is that we look like it that we look like we're literally carrying a load of shit like we don't we don't think that you know because it's just like whatever it's the same same shit every day you know so we just look in the mirror and it's just like oh we look the same as yesterday but like we don't realize how much how much things change when we we are able to be free and openly communicate and then just let some things go because some of the things that we carry on us some of the labels that we give ourselves are very heavy you know Mm -hmm. and to hear someone say like like look at the people you have in your life like look at the people that you speak so highly of do you think those people would want you in their life if you are the biggest fucking piece of shit that you say that you are and and you know it's really hard for us to see in that aspect right we're just like like i don't deserve them i don't this i don't that and it's just kind of like okay if you're saying that this person is so amazing don't you think that they would not put up with with a turd person you know yeah and that was <laughs> so, like so, a great part of therapy when the therapist said said that essentially to him yeah like, he's like you know your daughter robin like do you think she'd put up with your shit if you fucking are this terrible father human being that you have made yourself be? Yes. And he was just like, oh, sh-. <laughs> he, yeah, he was like, he never, you know, and then that's the other thing too. Like, she was like, have you forgiven yourself? And like, you know, I get it. Like, I haven't forgiven myself for the fucking one stupid comment that I made in ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, we do an action that we regret, and then we think about it for the rest of our lives, you know? And so his was a very, very major action that affected multiple people's lives, including his own. And, um, and you know, like, he, he convinced himself that Robin was okay, you know? And then when she kind of, like, broke down to him, he didn't realize that that he should have done so much more, you know? So, um, what to you was kind of like your, the hard part for you to read? The hard part, of course, like that humiliating night. There's so many untruths, wrong things. It was just such a bad situation. And it, like he made, Mac made Arrow, did feel like he... Like she was wrong in what she was reading and all the signs and stuff like that. And then she put herself like totally out there. Literally. Um, with, <laughs> like nothing nothing was hidden. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 barriers whatsoever. <laughs> and then just the way he treated her, like after knowing each other for so long, that's how you're gonna react to like and I get it, like you don't you can't think he probably he could not think like if someone comes to you um bare, all the blood was yeah, in his dick. like literally <laughs> all the brain cells and blood were in his dick yeah get it but and then at the same time like that's just so like the wrong way to react to what had happened and to make her feel that everything that she was thinking was feeling from their interactions was wrong it was it was right. like I get it. Like I get you you don't wanna talk to him ever. So Yeah. 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 Can you imagine doing that? And I'm like like I would be like mortified and then have to um, see them um because they're I would contact the Secret Service. 
And I would be like, put me in witness protection right now. <laughs> like, fuck this. My, 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 my brother and, um, his security team has high reaches. So I, I need a new identity. Yeah. <laughs> I need, I need an identity. I need a new identity. And, um, and uh, for those people who um, do torture for a living, can you have them shock me until I have no memories? Thanks. Bye. Like, yeah. literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm humiliated, too. I hate him. So, uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Terrible. Man. Yeah, I think yeah. that was... Some of the things that he said was real harsh. Holy shit. And, you know, you could hate him. And I understand why she hated him and why it took so long for him, for her to trust him. Because, yeah, she literally bared it all, bared her soul, bared her nipples, bared everything. (laughs) And he was such a jerk to her. He was so stupid. And it was like right before his before um, his daughter's wedding. Like, it was just too much. It was just a lot going on. And um, and yeah, I fucking just idiot. But I mean, how else are you supposed to read into someone giving you such a, a a significant present? Yeah, I think I know he's like, oh, you made a comment that you liked that, but still, yeah, it was so. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Exuberant is not the right word. It was just a lot. It was like there was no. It's a diamond bracelet. It's a diamond tennis bracelet. Like yeah, that's a big thing. It's a yeah. Thing a big gift regardless of um, how rich you are yeah so you either you either give that to someone you love or someone that is a lover like that's 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 what it is like you don't buy a fucking tennis bracelet for funsies you know Mm -hmm. if i got everything that i fucking looked at if kermit got me everything that i looked at that i liked (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's just, it's just he, he's an idiot. And then you and couple he, that with all of like the looks and like the great conversation and the talks and, and, yeah. and yeah, and and you know like, like how could you not? <sighs> but scared boys, you know, scared boys. Yeah, this is all. All of them are scared boys. I'm. I. I need. I need to read a scared girl. Like this is. This is. They make me feel so frustrated. They're like, you guys are so fucking stupid. You guys are so dumb. When you said scary like, girl, my first thought was yeah. Sabine. <laughs> oh my God. Literally. <laughs> oh my God. I'm Sabine. That's the only <laughs> scary girl I can think of. Seriously. Well, I mean, um, kind of Joss um, on Dublin Street. Yes. I think that's why I identified with her so yeah. much. I really liked it. But um, <laughs> overall, guys, like we know, and if you've read the first two books, you are already obsessed with Mac, and and you know, so you are a little bit more forgiving on the the shit that he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, to where fair, if this was any other fucking man or book, we'd be like, fuck this guy, you know. But but it's Mac, so it's okay. <laughs> I were reading, watching this thing where, um, where they were talking about um, uh, Taylor Swift, and and then they were like, like, um, oh, like her lyrics are just so good, and and like, like it's, 
I, I love that she could still write like this and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And like, even though she's in a really happy relationship, you kind of wish she's in a toxic relationship so that <laughs> we can, we can have like good, 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 um, songs like this. And then, and then, and then she listens to the song and then she paused it again and she's like, wait, does that mean I'm toxic? <laughs> That I'm wishing someone to be in a toxic relationship so that I can get good music. Does that make me toxic? Am I toxic? <laughs> Super fan? Yeah, I was fucking hell laughing. <laughs> but if you haven't read this book, if you, you know, like, haven't read Samantha Young, if you, if you haven't, if they just haven't picked up a, a, romantic suspense or the Adair family series in general why should they read these books tell me they are with the person that they need to be with yeah it doesn't matter if they just met or yeah or they knew each other for years they are with the right person and um you know i love that they still have there's a break with yeah there is a break with each um couple and then that's when they can reflect because then they go back to each other a better person or with more knowledge of how to be better in the relationship for each other and for oneself yeah yeah but yeah it's like yeah they're with like the best person that for them for them yeah yeah and i think i think you know like with Samantha Young, for those of you that don't know, also writes as a fantasy and paranormal author. I think her her how much she does like faded mates and stuff like that um, in those worlds has really I don't know. I'm you know we do words for a living and we can't find words, but like has really tra- <laughs> transferred transcended. Unsure, but the it has really like you can see it in these in these books you know it's it's yes. it's soulmates it's fucking soulmates like they they belong together and they they are best together you know and it's really a testament to how well she can 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 write um in multiple genres across the board and still make you have that feeling that like that they're faded and everything that's happened has brought them together for this reason, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and it has, there's a lot of, there's a lot of chance happenings. There's a lot of like, like if they did, if they did this and this wouldn't have happened. So I, I, I love it all. And um, yeah, it's just, you guys just have to read it, read the whole series. And for those of you that don't like time jumps, I'm sorry. Put on your nice shoes. You're going through. You're going through yeah. warps. You got to get to that warps. to get to the gravel. And yeah, and that's true. And and I think that's why some of us really do like second chance romances. Why we love like um, you know the long pining and things like that. And and you know when it's a long series, you get to see some of it. You know, mm-hmm. but like even even some of our our most favorite ones that friends to lovers and all that stuff you have to have the history and unless it's like a super long series you're not going to see the history you know so like they they have to for instance if it's book like 10 out of you know and you've seen all of these things happen with this other with with them there's no way to do it other than time jumps you know or or the beginning start off as you know um 
because the only how to get the groveling is to get the hurt <laughs> but, but I and we need to get to the hurt <laughs> yeah and the way she i don't know if i said it already but um the way samantha young wrote this book you you're like what the hell did he do and yeah, so you're just, for you're just the flipping time. through the whole book. I'm like, what the heck? Like, like, yeah, for the longest time, like, like, what could he have? Po- He's such a good guy. So you're just kind of like, and and Arkar is like so forgiving. So you're like, what the fuck did he do? I, I did not expect that on the first read. I'm like, oh, no, no, you did not. Not I to mean, her. Like, like, how can he even like think of doing something like that? You know. But yeah, I mean, I kind, of, I kind of should have expected it because she's wrote something very similar to this before. I just didn't think it was going to be to that extent. Mm-hmm. Oh, my fucking heart fell out my asshole, man. I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, even but, the good but, ones can be scoundrels. Yeah, all, like I said, men are trash. And this <laughs> is me being in a really great relationship, too, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be right back with our podcast honoring. Thank you. Welcome back to our Pot Tail Ponder and what are we drinking? So our whiskey of the season is Aperfeldy Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, guaranteed 12 years old in Oak. So Aberfeldy single malt scotch whiskeys, they're known as the golden dram because of the Scottish malted barley and their longer fermentations, which give them their hallmark honey notes. And this week I tried um, one of the recipes, the Aberfeldy honey highball. Um, So it's just Mm -hmm. their whiskey, honey, um, chamomile tea, and then cubed ice. And I loved it. Chamomile tea, it has like a, like a floral and kind of honey-like um, note to it. So um, it really matched up well with the honey taste of Aperfeldy. And it mellowed out like the floral. Some people don't like floral taste. So the Aperfeldy mellow out the, the floral taste. It's a nice, <laughs> refreshing drink um, at Ooh. the... I had it at the end of the night, very end of the night, like midnight, and it was really nice. Oh, so, and it was yeah, it's been kind of muggy. Yeah, so. so I'm like, I'm like, oh, nice iced. I get my antioxidants in the tea, and <laughs> it's still good. Like, yes, I love it. Whiskey, so um, try it, folks. It's actually really good. So honey, um, Aberfeldy honey highball recipe is on the website and link in show notes. Perfect. What the, are you actually playing? the color? I, I sorry, but the the color like it reminded me of Arakar's hair too. So it's mm. it's a nice yellow. <laughs> Don't mistake it for lemonade. I love. But it's, oh yeah. yeah, I mean you can, but you won't yeah. have a real good night, <laughs> or or bad night. I don't know. Depends, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, folks, try it. So refreshing. Um, what are you, what are you currently reading? I, we are, I'm just going to say this. I read the, I finished the arc, of course. It just came out, um, this past Tuesday for, uh, the last book of this series. Um, we're not ready for it. 
that's all I have to say. Oh, when 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 she wrote on her teaser that she hasn't written a more determined um hero since Brayden Carmichael, I was like, I'm gonna be dead. I'm literally yeah. gonna be dead. Yeah, I yeah yeah I'm gonna end there. Um, because yes, it's yeah, we're we're not 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 ready for it um the next arc that i'm gonna start is um jane ashford's uh gentleman ought to know um never read one of her books i've heard of her people have been loving like her writing so um i requested the arc and it's nice. coming out on march 6th so i'm excited for that that's my only read i <laughs> um because um there's too much things to do <laughs> Yes, seriously, <laughs> seriously. <sighs> I took a week off of work so that I could focus on school, and I've been at work every single day. Like earlier, um, before I got on, I was working. I was like, God damn it, I'm like such a mess right now. I know. Where's the time but, going? Um, Crazy. I don't know. I don't know. But reading this has really got me missing on Dublin Street. So I've been reading on Dublin Street. I read on Dublin Street already. Um, <laughs> I just like the feeling of on Dublin Street and um and yeah it's it's just it's been so good to go, go down memory lane and then um the last the last book with Regan really really gave me um down London Road vibes so I read that and then obviously this is Adam and Ellie so it's really amazing and I I really 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 love it so I'm I'm excited to see what the next two are going to be um <laughs> yeah I love I love, love, love all of it. So we love you guys. We'll be back next week in the, with the next book, um, Be With Me. And um, yeah, we we are super excited. Tony got to read it already. And I'm excited to read it. But we love you guys. Have a great week. And as always, the Little Flowers podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts at frolic.media forward slash podcasts. We'll be back next week with more Samantha. Yeah, love you. Thank you. Bye.